giant Musk. bullshit is the most listened to podcast in the country. country. Did you hear that, Charlie Brown? The president of South Korea just announced that young Gary's been killed. I know, Linus, but I've just been kind of sad lately. I know it's Pride Month, but it doesn't really feel like it to me. Well, why not, Charlie Brown? There's rainbow flags everywhere. Everyone's changed their, their profile icons. What's not Pride about it? Pride Month used to be about celebrating gay sex, but now it's just companies trying to sell me more and more things. The Pride Month spirit used to mean something, but now it's just bye, bye, bye. And now I can't even enjoy the death of Yongary. Well, Charlie Brown, does that mean you're not coming to the Pride Month banquet this afternoon? Pride Month means more to me than just eating and fun banquets with friends. You know, I think the real meaning of Pride Month is uh, that I wish we really didn't have to kill Yongary uh, because he just wanted to... He just wanted to eat, and we had to kill him. Yeah. Christmas time is here. I fucking hate that show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was the Charlie Brown Pride Month special. We hope you enjoyed it. It wasn't us. Yongari. It was something else. It was a show that we were watching. Yeah. That was something we found. Anyway, Yongari's kind of a crazy movie. Did you know that? Yeah, I know it now. How many times have you seen this movie? You've never seen this movie I've before. never seen this movie, not, not even a one time. So let's just get through that. Let's just, no bullshit, mm-hmm. okay? I'm happy I was able to watch this. This one's always been on my radar Yeah. Uh, for a long time. I think there might have been a mystery science theater about it, mm-hmm. which, which I'm glad I would, didn't see. Yeah, that would probably ruin it for me. Uh, Nothing necessarily against it, but it it's like watching somebody else make fun of a movie is a very, I mean, it's just outdated. I think so. Yeah. But I I didn't expect this. I expected something really boring and bad, and I was quite shocked. I was quite surprised. It's hard to put my feelings about this movie on a a spectrum of numbers. Yeah. Because it's such such an odd little movie, in my opinion. Sometimes it feels big. Sometimes it feels very, very small. Yeah, it's... it's, uh... It's weird. We should preface everything by saying we watched. Well, I guess this is the only cut available, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a dub, and apparently it's a different cut from whatever original has been lost to time. Yeah. Or forever. That's how I understand At it. At least until they find it. Yeah. I mean, this version, had we been given the option to watch the other version, that's what we would have watched because I think this one's a little shorter. It's pretty mm. short. It's like 80 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. I think maybe part of the weirdness just comes from the fact that we haven't watched a dubbed movie in quite a while. Yeah, because we always go for whatever the original movie is because mm-hmm. dubs, you know, I mean, everybody knows they can get so fucking far from whatever the original movie was, mm-hmm. you know. Little things can turn to like huge plot differences. Yeah, and it's also just like, it makes the whole thing just like slightly more silly. Yeah, it's just like putting a, a bad experience. pair of sunglasses on somebody. Yeah, and yeah, having the same conversation with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're being told that uh, your mother will not live uh, through Christmas, right? Right. 
put uh silly um uh put 2012 new year's yeah. glasses <laughs> on the same guy and you're gonna at least at some point you're gonna go <clears throat> right you know despite the grave news but uh I'm glad we watched this dub because it was really odd. I, I do like watching dubs a lot, you know, but we don't do it for this. Yeah, there's a lot a of ton. comedy. It's really funny, you know. Interwoven. It's, yeah. It, it's obvious that, like, a lot of dubs, the actors don't really care, especially this era for these types of movies. Like, it, it's even the dub actors, they don't seem to be on the same page. No, yeah. All like, of them some are of them doing are doing, stuff. like, Asian kind of stereotypical racist voices. voices and, and other then, ones are just doing, like, almost. British accents. Yeah, there's like British people. I think that are, are like just like okay, I'm gonna sh- stay British for this. Which part. Are okay, you know, but we need to get these people doing the uh, right. But the you've voice. got you've got like American people and then British people and then people doing fake accents. Yeah. And uh, the star of the show is this little kid who's dubbed exactly like Charlie Brown, which explains wh- uh, what began. Yeah. <laughs> the episode you're listening to now, in case in case you somehow didn't get it. Right. But um, yeah, he sounds like Charlie Brown. It's really, it's really surreal. Does he have to be killed? Does he really? Please, Uncle Elu. I mean, you should have seen him last night. He was dancing. Uncle Elu, we just couldn't have let him stay alive like he was, could we? The way he's dubbed, it, it, there's something that there's a clarity to how they've recorded his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always this quality to a lot of uh, adult voice actors um, from this era, where they have this very mid-tone like. Oh, hello. A uh, very pleasant, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's probably cuz a lot of these actors that's their strength is that they can sort of lend their voice to anything, you know, and it's not wildly mm-hmm. out, so I don't know, but it's very di- there's sort of a, a certain a certain texture to those recordings. And this little boy is very clear and it se- it almost seems like he's closer to the mic. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh he he has some great stuff. In the movie. Uh, we begin the movie with people who have been recently married. newly married, mm-hmm. you know, um, and they're driving off, and this little boy is hiding in the bushes in shorts, very short shorts, and a blazer with, a, a like, a blue blazer mm-hmm. with a pocket square, like a frilly pocket square, yeah, and a red boat. He looks like young Sheldon. A little bit. He does look like young Sheldon. Just, <laughs> I just, I just realized that it must have been a summer wedding. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> a summer wedding's the... wearing shorts. That's yeah. the only difference. <laughs> but and yeah, he has the itchy gun. Yeah, it's like a, fl- it's a flashlight, uh, which I guess uh-huh. they, a lot of science fiction elements are treated like this in this movie, where it's like it's a lasers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you knew that experimental laser, and it makes these people itch. Right. Yeah, He's this, shining it in. It's him. got the same thing that a lot of the uh, Toho sci-fi and monster movies of, of this time had, where there's, I don't know if ambivalent is the right word, but like they almost don't care to explain what the the technological capabilities of of people in this world are. They nope. we only find out when it comes up. It's like, oh, he's an inventor. He invented. Uh, oh, you're you're. Your military radio phone's going off. Yeah. Uh, you might want to go answer oh, that. Shit, Hello. Honey. One second. Oh, sorry. It's the uh, the astrological uh, organization. The, the I, I have to go into space to monitor the Middle East. Yeah. 
It's really cool. I mean, it's it's really a very specific kind of reality. Astronomical. Astronomical. I think I said astrological. Uh, astrology. Carl Sagan would be would beat the shit out of me. Yeah, Carl Sagan would mm-hmm. rip you apart. It's very cool. I love that. Um, I don't know. I, I think there are a lot of other people who like that quality in these movies, mm-hmm. for sure. It's a very specific, very, very specific flavor of science fiction from this era, and it's a certain, like you were saying, like ambivalence towards, you know, speculative elements, mm-hmm. and like, you know, it's it's a very specific type of reality, Yeah. too. It's just like total, like, you know, like you were saying, like, oh, the the... I was saying, you know, somebody should be like, oh, hold on, I think that's the video phone, and then go and answer the futuristic video phone mm-hmm. in the wall. In a wall. You know, it's like, I thought this was 1963. Right. I thought it was 1963, but I, hey, that's on me, you never said it was Something about the emphasis placed on this technology, it's like the same, like, you could watch a guy tying his shoes, and then the next thing you know, he's like using a ray gun to explode somebody's head and the, the yeah. emphasis on both scenes would be the same yeah because yeah. they act like him oh driving a car is the same yeah uh, as him taking a action. rocket ship up to the moon it's like the exact same they're just like yeah this is the technology we have we're not really focusing on it anymore yeah you know in, it might in the be same in the future way others but uh, other movies even Godzilla movies and stuff, they'll sometimes focus a little bit more on like, oh, here's the super laser. It's new. It's been invented. It has been, it is brand new. Some of them, like this and King Kong Escapes are the two that come to mind where it's just like, okay, let's hop in the spaceship real quick, the what? And then, you know, you watch them like go somewhere in the spaceship and they treat it with such little importance that by the end of the scene, you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to seem like the odd one out by focusing on that, but. Yeah. You know, I did just watch them get into a hovercraft. As if they're taking a bus downtown. Right. Yeah. And it's so funny. It's a giant monster movie, obviously. We haven't touched on that in the slightest. Yeah, we're uh, kind of talking <laughs> we're talking about it very plainly, but I really like this movie. It's really colorful. It's very, very it looks pretty good. It looks all right. It was fine, yeah. It's got some scratches here and there that could have been spot healed pretty easily, I think, but Say Lovey. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it's it's a, it's very colorful, it's very rich. You know, uh this 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 film with like very rich, you know, reds and greens. Mm-hmm. Uh uh space is very blue in this movie. We see uh a vision of the stars at the beginning of the movie and a very like, slow one. Very slow very and we eventually slowly which it's al- that almost encapsulates the whole movie where it's like this is kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this looks like shit. Stu- why is it space blue? Like kind of blue. Uh, and then we well, turn. You can, you can see the folds. Yeah, it's it, almost like, like the there's creases. a graph. Is what it's almost like Sorry. it's on a grid. Is what it looks like. Uh huh. You know, but uh, then we turn and they've got like little miniatures of the Earth and the Moon mm-hmm. hanging, and they kind of look nice, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many of these kind of movies have that. Yeah, or something like that. Like. X from Outer Space. This came out the same year as X from Outer Space, I believe. Mm. 67, I think, was like of like the peak of, of these. The, yeah, it was like Son of Godzilla, King Kong Escapes, Gamer vs. Gaios, this, X from Outer Space, mm-hmm. that Wong Magui movie from South Korea, mm-hmm. and I might be forgetting some, but it was a very busy year, peak Showa Giant Monster time. Mm-hmm. And this this is like right at home with a lot of those. Yeah, no, it's I mean, right in line. It, it I feels very similar it. to a Gamera movie. 
Yeah. Of like yeah. A, like a Berugan or something like that, or a Gaius. They even have the same effect, like when Gaius slices cars in half and stuff, that makes an appearance here. Yeah. There's a shot where they've like blue screened Young Gary's legs onto a street very reminiscent of the X from Outer Space. Yeah. It's pretty much exactly what you've come to expect, but it does have like these little unique flares of like it's very dry in some places. Yeah. Like almost Wes Anderson style. Mm-hmm. Uh, like these characters are like, can you get me a helicopter? And he's like, of course I can get you a helicopter. Yeah. What do you need it for? And then can I, uh, yeah, they're in a helicopter. Yeah. And then the kid's like, please don't put any more of the poison onto Yon Gary. It's like, well, he's already I know, dead. I know he's already dead, but do we have to kill him so much? And they're like, well, he's a monster. It's like, I know. I just wish we didn't have to kill him. All and right, we should la- be getting yeah, back. Yeah, these ladies is like, well, we should be going now. I wonder if he really meant to hurt us. Well, who's to say? You know, we better be going. Uh-huh. Yes. It's yeah. There's it, there's it's a strange. Part. It's it's. I don't know how much of it is up to the dub, but some of it, or, or to this this alternate edit that exists, mm-hmm. it might be a combo of those two factors. But it all comes together as very like, you know, I I hate to to mention Wes Anderson, even though I love his movies like mm-hmm. everybody else, but you know brings a stigma with it but it is very similar like i feel like anne, anne hathaway and colossal like yeah like well i mean it, I, is... I get why you don't it's just like seeing old movies and being like this is like a wes anderson movie yeah. it's like no shit he's trying to make his movies look like old movies yeah uh but it is there there it is a very particular kind of dryness and like the same like, like we're this, talking about these worlds where it's like, like the yeah, opening to is... royal tenenbaums where it's like you know your mother's decided to leave me why mm. I don't know. Didn't your mother ever teach you not to shoplift? Sure, but it was my surprise wedding gift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that kind of dialogue where it's just like it's outright not... saying what you want to say. Yeah, and it's not like funny funny, but also it's also not meant to not be laughed at. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a very particular note. But, I mean, this is obviously not supposed to be laughed at. Uh, not At least not as much as it is. Yeah. There's a sequence where this kid's just like, he runs away and gets into the sewer for a while. Yeah, and they like lose him during the initial monster. For half the movie, he's just covered in poop. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope I hope it's not poop, but I believe it is. I mean, he's in the sewer. He's in the sewer and he comes it out might with be brown liquid. It might be drainage from the street. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's covered in poop. My favorite part of this movie, bar none, it, and I, I will play it here, it's the scene where... The main character, his name escapes me right now. <laughs> he arrives with his entourage to uh, pay Yongari a visit, mm-hmm. and I think it's to do more research uh, to perfect his serum. serum that will later kill Yongari, which is sort of happening in the background. Yeah, it's like an on and off know. thing. But yeah, so he arrives there, and there are these two guards who kindly tell one of them kindly tells him. They say, "Stop." They say, "You got here a bit too late, sir." They're going to hit Yongari any minute. They'll be using guided missiles. You'd better go. They're going to hit Yongari any minute. They'll be using guided missiles. You'd better go. It's one of the most surreal things. I remember we both stopped. I was saying something. We had to rewind it because yeah. I because I was like, was no like, way. I thought I'd right. I thought it was, it was just no shared. way, no way, no way, no way. Yeah, and like it's that. such a funny thing like it's funny in in a way that like these movies normally aren't and i say these movies like 60s era giant monster movies like a gamera movie or 
any given Godzilla movie of the time. Mm-hmm. I've never, I mean, usually awkward line delivery, cutting at the wrong time, something like that. This is like, they just fucking let you watch this guy do two takes of the same line. It's like line. that Skyrim clip where it's like, let me do that again. They heard that thieves broke into the Arcane University, the Imperial Legion compound, and the temple all on the same night. Wait a minute, let me do that one again. I heard that thieves broke into the Arcane... Yeah. You know, it's... That's what you have to infer, is that it's uh-huh. two takes. It blends together together a little too well, uh, watching it, to where it's, it's like the guy saying it. Uh, to, like he's just saying that over and over again, like you're clicking on an NPC like over and over yeah, again. You know, like they're using they're using and they're gonna use he, <laughs> you know, guided missiles. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's really funny because they don't react at all. He's not like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's not like you just said that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know, and it's funny because he goes he goes then on to go to this committee, I guess the government. Yeah. People running the government, I guess. Uh, and he's like, they're using heat-guided missiles or something. Right, yeah. Or he says, like, you're using heat-guided missiles at some point. And I was like, how could you forget? That's another thing about this movie that's so funny is that they have this board of people, and I really don't think it's intentional, but the entire time, this this board of what you assume as government officials are not doing anything about it. No, they're not. They're not like they give maybe two orders, but for the most part, they're just watching it. They're watching the movie with us. They are. They're literally, they're watching. They've got four TVs all playing the same movie. Two of them are turned off though. I don't know if you remember that. I didn't see they that. have I just remember four TVs on the ceiling. Two of them are just turned off and the two on the right are playing young Gary. They're playing the movie that we're watching. Yeah. And so they're watching this, and they're also watching a, a map on this piece of glass. They have a map of South Korea, and then this tiny little red arrow that's on strings, but you're not supposed to be able to tell it's on strings. Right. This tiny red arrow is moving ever closer to Seoul, I think. Yeah. Um, And the whole movie, they're just, like, watching that in the background. Every time you cut to them, it's like that arrow's creeping a little closer, At first, and they're watching it's meant it. to represent, like, it, it starts, it, it, it's hard to make sense of, but at first it starts, like, there's an earthquake that's moving, and they mm-hmm. seem to, the jury's out on whether it's an earthquake or a movement. Yeah, an earth movement. I don't know. Uh, but uh, it's supposed to represent that at first, but it stays throughout the movie. Once mm-hmm. Yongari's out, you know, and walking around. I don't know if this is like a product of the dub and the edit, but a nuclear test is being conducted in the Middle East. Yeah, that's what they say. They our main guy, James Bond. One of our main guys gets sent up into space in a rocket solo mm. to watch as that happens. Not to prevent it, not to just change to monitor. it. Just see what's going on in the Middle East from yeah. orbit. And so that happens... And it looks like that bomb wakes up Yongary, even though, like... Yeah, it has to be inferred. You have to interpret. He, it seems like Yongary also starts out in South Korea, though. There's no period where it's like he's coming from the Middle East to South Korea. It's just like no, a bomb goes off there, and then they're like, this thing's moving closer. I wonder if, like, the original cut says it's North Korea or something? But I, don't I, I don't know. I, I, it's Yeah, but it, it's like they jump... It's hard to keep up. 
at that part especially mm-hmm. when they cuz they go like you know they say they say explicitly we're sending you to the middle we're sending you not to the middle east mm-hmm. but to 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 it's reconnaissance you're mm-hmm. going to watch the middle east they're conducting nuclear tests the middle east i guess yeah the middle east have gotten together <laughs> yeah <laughs> the forces of the middle east but um yeah and then this, it goes off and that like it, it's it's pretty cut and dry at first it seems this, this nuclear explosion happens and then the ground cracks open and, you know, it's kind of like, okay, okay, yep, uh-huh. young Gary, young Gary, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready, okay, I get it, you know, and then they're like, it's an earth movement in Korea and it's sort of like there's something left out. Yeah. There, I, yeah, it's, it's, it, you have to kind of make a jump with it, it's, it's strange, but there's a few other things like that, like the serum that this guy's mm-hmm. developing, he's kind of a scientist and that's kind of like, like you said, it's going on in the background where he's like coming up with this chemical to kill. Like he'll, he'll leave every now and then and just go do something else. And then we come back and it's like, oh yeah, this guy's a laboratory. Yeah, he's like working on a serum and, and it looks like he's making snow liquids. cone flavors. Uh-huh. He's working on snow cone flavors. This one is Dr. Pepper flavor. He makes a brown one and he goes, at last I figured it out. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> mm, I kind of thought the orange and yellow one was yeah. kind of beautiful. Tiger's blood. He figures it out, but that it, it like yeah, it, it seems like not enough focus is put on it, and it just sort of it doesn't come out of nowhere, right? Uh, but it isn't like set up quite. They set up the itchy ray, the itchy flashlight. They do, and that seems like okay. That's gonna play a main role in Yongari's defeat somehow, which right. it kind of does. But, well, the thing is, it only it seems like it only wakes wakes him up. It's like every a, time he it she, might as well be a regular flashlight. Uh, there's a scene where Young Gary starts dancing. Fucking awesome! That is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Un- I I value so much when movies are like, bet you didn't expect this, huh? <laughs> you know, and like this kid wakes up Young Gary by shining the itchy flashlight in Young Gary's eye. Mm-hmm. Young Gary wakes up. And then he stands up, and the kid's like, oh, you know. And then Young Gary just starts dancing, and, like, surf music is playing. And it, I mean, my jaw, like, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but my jaw dropped. It was like, no way, like, that's something you joke about happening. And it's not a product of the dub. It's not a product of the cut. This kid's dancing with Young Gary. This kid starts twisting. yes. And Young Gary's dancing with him, and they're playing surf music just from nowhere. Uh-huh. It just comes from nowhere. It is so cool. <laughs> I love that so much, where it's like, he's dancing, and they dance for like a full minute. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... <laughs> like, Young Gary's just like dancing. So, dances for no reason. <laughs> he does not like children like Gamera. He he does it. The surf music, as far as the reality of where they are, isn't happening. That's right. put over footage of Young Gary just dancing. I don't know if we misunderstood something. I don't think we did. But, it's yeah. It's so cool. It's awesome. It's so cool. I wish more movies would do that, where it's like, Fuck you. It doesn't make sense. It's different than like Gamera playing that song on Ziggur's back. It's got no. a completely different vibe from that. It's totally it's, it's totally really... like they're catch they're trying to catch you off guard like he's dancing. I don't even think 
Yon Gary knows that the kid is there. Really? He's like dancing separately. I don't think he does. He's not dancing with the kid. It seems. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, the kid's dancing like separately, but yeah. they're dancing together. So good. It's so good. I love that so much. I, I haven't had a movie get me like that in a in a while. Mm-hmm. Not an old movie, at least. It, it was so cool. It's such like a reality breaking, <laughs> you know, where it's like reality in this movie is already like very fragile. Yeah. Where it's like this is almost nonsense some of the time. Right. You know, and it's like, he's dancing. And it's like, oh, oh, is he? All right. It is. It's it's almost like Yellow Submarine or something. Yeah, yeah. Where it's yeah. like barely, barely cohesive enough. Mm-hmm. It's like characters are here and there. There's the part in the beginning, which recounting all of this makes me realize like just how much craziness was in this movie. Mm-hmm. But there's a scene right when Yongary's waking up, I believe where they cut really fast to like some guy with a hat on and it's like a close up and they're photographing him as if he's like one of the main characters and then they cut away real quick and it's like who who yeah few shots later we cut back he's a photographer takes he a gets, picture of young gary he, he takes a i think he takes a few pictures mm. and he jumps in a car a blue car a with Jeep. this with this guy driving like a military guy driving and he's like oh my god that was a close one and then Without saying a word, this military guy, he's going fast. He like <laughs> he, he starts fast. going like really fast and the camera guy looks like worried. He's like, Holy shit. It, it, <laughs> and, it's, and, yeah. and 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 you're like, Man, this guy's going kind of fast. I hope they don't and they cut without even seeing what happens to the car. It's to on get it to this point. It's on fire and going Min- down a hillside. We're looking at miniatures now. Yeah, we're not on the human scale anymore, but it's supposed to be the same car because it's this bright blue color. Yeah. And it's on fire already crashing whatever initiated the crash unknown presumably the guy's speed and his recklessness i guess but i think it's also implied that it's it might have been the monster too i don't know an earthquake style i don't know there's like two or three shots missing but we're like holy shit those guys died that's so funny that's so funny because we were just joking about them going so fast they weren't saying anything but they looked worried just ahead of us the way we joke about these movies like we're like what if they what if you know like he gets into the car it's like oh man he's going fast what if they what yeah they're already exploding and then before we can say what if the guy was still alive he's there and he's bleeding he's got blood blood, and it's like you just exploded you just exploded and he's and he throws explosion he puts the camera on the table like here i brought this and i said uh i said i've been through so much (laughs) (laughs) like which is like kind of the vibe he's like i've been through so much to get this to you this happens in a minute and a half about it, it's this so quick, a- and then they forget about this guy, because I was joking about him, which is the one time the joke didn't meet us, yeah. uh, or the movie didn't meet us with our jokes. Uh, I was like, okay, and they're going to pan, they're like viewing these photos now, and I figured they were going to pan over, and the guy who was in the car wreck was going to have like a big bandage on his head, like yeah. gauze around his head mm-hmm. and a neck brace, but I guess he just died for real or maybe after he's the explosion. Or maybe he's just off to the hospital, maybe. We can only hope. Yeah, I, I hope so. It's it's awesome. That that is, I that's so unexpected mm-hmm. for a movie. It it doesn't come off as frustrating or anything. Um, I don't think the movie achieved what it wanted to, but it's really strange for a movie to just be like, okay, one second detour, 
we're going to focus on this photographer you've never seen before. No setup. Mm-hmm. He's a photographer. The fact that, like, it's like, I don't, it might be that they meant for it to be Young Gary that caused the crash, mm-hmm. but it, it, it seems like a separate thing completely. It seems like the guy got reckless. There was reckless <laughs> driving. Maybe he was drinking on the job. I don't know. But the reckless driving causes, because he's going really fast. It's like one of those videos. I don't know if they're it's from China or what. Have you seen those videos where the guys are driving buses really fast down hills? <laughs> no. Where people are like shrieking on the bus. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've seen those where he's going down these, these there's, it's like sheer drops. And this, but I don't know why the bus driver's going fast. But he's going really fast, and he's apparently not listening to any of the. There's women screaming. I'd be screaming, you know. But anyway, it's like it looked like that to me. Okay, there's very there's strong visual similarity where this guy, you know, the photographer's like, "Whoa, slow down, man!" Is <laughs> what it seems like. It, it's it seems like a completely separate thing that just happens on its own. Mm-hmm. It's really odd. It's really crazy and it's so unexpected, you know, and it's not like the movie is throwing like stuff every other minute like mm-hmm. that at you, but it always hits you with something like, what, like ju- at just the right time. Yeah. You know, uh, like that. Uh, and then, you know, we don't get stuff for a while and we get kind of funny stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and then we get the guy saying his line twice and it's like, what, you know? And then it kind of eases back a little bit until Young Gary dances. Um, There's a shot of Young Gary where he's breathing fire and, or several shots, I should say. Yeah. And you can just see like the metal pipe yeah. coming out of the back of his throat. Shameless. Even Fuck more it. shameless. Like I remember saying the same thing about Gamera. Yeah, where it's like obviously like, just a flamethrower with like a Gamera skin. Yeah, like static, know. but somehow it's like even more overt here yeah you just see you see the metal right you know and it's like wow you know (laughs) but it's all right i mean i found it in my heart in for now yeah i mean what did you think that it was real right what you can't believe it if it's not i will say like the the monster stuff in this which surprise surprise it's not fucking gamera or a toho movie but the the buildings seem especially cheap here yeah they didn't splurge on the buildings. Styrofoam e, yeah, and all of these monster like miniature sets feel a little barren. There's like some... there's buildings and stuff going on, but it's always like the matte painting is directly behind wherever the monster is. Yeah, you can tell the set's very small. I don't know. E- even for a movie of its age, it, it feels a little it's cheaper. Not, it's not cream of the crop for sure, but um, it's it's still enjoyable. There's some keying that's off too. Some scale. It's yeah. off in a few shots, but uh, they get some pretty good people running away. They do, That's, and I like that, that stuff's all pretty alive. I I like the the thing of having huge crowds of people running, and then they're each carrying like something, something they've taken from yeah, their homes. You I, know? I like that a lot. I I've never really thought about that. But there's like yeah. a lady who has like a table on her head. Yeah, some guys carrying a globe, and I just like that. Like you learn little things about these people in a crowd by what they've taken. Yeah, by like it's, what means it's not most of them. that much, but it is. It's more than honestly a lot of Godzilla movies do with shots like that. Where mm-hmm. It's like you know, with those Godzilla movies, especially if you're used to them, you see that you know the people running, and it's like that you can see in your mind. You can see the projection, you know, of like 
Okay, everyone. Uh, when I sell, when I yell action, we're, you're all gonna run down the street. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, and that's what it feels like is you've gotten a bunch of people on a street and they're gonna run when you say action. Yeah. And not that this doesn't feel like that at all, but it's just like more alive. Yeah. Little bits of story, like you were saying, and uh, I don't know, it's just like nice and dense, and there's depth to it. And there's a lot of before we get the shots of people running away, we have. Yeah. Uh, people like getting ready to evacuate, which is something we don't see a whole lot. A lot of like families with children, yeah, like just ready with all their stuff in their and they're, li- like, listening living room, to the listening report, to the radio. You know? And they, a couple of them are like, <gasps> you know, hearing yeah. that Yon Gary is here. Yeah, but know? that that good. makes it feel a little more real because I think yeah. that's tapping into like some real world yeah, Cold War so. fears. Yeah, of, like just sitting around waiting to hear that a nuke's been dropped. So you get those families, like, you know, getting ready to evacuate, and there's also that one scene where that guy goes into, like, I don't know if they're in a restaurant or it's supposed to be, like, a, an office, mm-hmm. where, like, some business guys, I guess, are eating. Some good uh, fellas, some wise guys. It's cool. I like this idea of, like, you know, this guy's like, you got to get out of here. Young Gary's coming. And he's like, you know, we have to go to the mountains. He's like, what if Young Gary comes to the mountains? Who gives a shit? And they're, like, stuffing their faces with food. Yeah, like they're eating fellas. tomatoes. Yeah. They're eating tomatoes like apples, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're all dressed in suits. Yeah, they're eating cucumbers, maybe meat, it looks like, some of it. But they're like eating as much as they can. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just cool to... So many of these movies skip details like that. I don't know if I've ever seen something just to like drop in. Yeah. Like, here's what's going on in this they little thing. They did something similar in The Return of Godzilla. They had like that homeless guy... Yeah, who's in a restaurant? Yeah. But mm-hmm. that felt a that little... was like a that was like a mainstay or not like a that was like a character who permeated throughout the yeah at least the first part of the half, movie yeah. yeah. But this is just like drop in. What are these people doing? Mm-hmm. It's about it. they drop into like uh, I guess uh some sort of hooliganish rock and roll club where the kids mm-hmm. are acting strange. I guess they're supposed to be drunk or high mm-hmm. to some extent. I like that a lot. That's cool. You know, just, I don't know, it just builds out this little world. And it's so funny that they're, like, putting all that effort in. And then you've got kind of, like, paper-thin sets, mm-hmm. you know, which it's, like, it's not like work didn't go into them. They just don't look, you know, like you said, Toho or anything. But uh, it, it's it's it, it's just appreciated to see extra effort like that put in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just cool. I don't know if I've seen that many other movies that do it like this. And it works, like, it, and not just like in a silly way. It's like mm-hmm. cool. You bolt it out a little. It's in service. It, it helps a lot. It goes a long way with the way the monster looks. It's just kind of a generic lizard. It's, yeah, the monster is probably it's a the weakest beast, element, like you said, in the movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Besides his dancing, like I said, it's very, it's very of its time, and the stuff that makes it unique is not the monster stuff at all. It's yeah. the little details on how they go about uh creating a world showing what's happening to the people mm-hmm. in in this world i don't know the i guess in most toho movies which i guess this is kind of a surface level observation but in most of the toho godzilla movies and even the gamera ones there are the group of main characters which are like this insular little group and mm-hmm. they seem to be the only people doing anything yeah and here it's almost the opposite where like the insular group of humans who are the main characters like barely do anything at all yeah. and the only people who like have any kind of personality are the people that we cut away from immediately 
Yeah, yeah. Like the background people, the extras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting in that way, but it also it definitely feels right at home with like something like the X from Outer Space. Yeah. To me, like texture wise, mm-hmm. very similar, like very colorful and flat, stagey. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Not highest quality Funny. special effects, but still obviously a lot of effort and a mm-hmm. good deal of whatever money was put into this was put into that. Yeah, I don't think we're. I haven't. We haven't watched one like this in a long time. Um, I don't think so. We haven't watched Showa movies in a while, have yeah, we? Yeah, I guess not. No. But um, just especially one of this ilk, you know. It's the first South specific, Korean movie we've watched. I guess so, yeah. Um, we've seen South Korean movies before, just not for this. Yeah, first yeah, first yeah. monster movie. They. Uh, it's interesting to go back to the, the committee of governmental people who are in charge of the anti-Yongari effort presumably, mm-hmm. uh, who are mostly commenting, seeing Young Gary destroy something and being like, hmm, let's think about what to do. It's almost like a parody. Yeah. You know, at one point, so when Young Gary first gets to the city, they go, send out the tanks. Two tanks approach Young Gary, <laughs> and both are destroyed, tragically. Uh-huh. And uh, a little while after that, uh, the, the government guys are like, not even tanks can stop. Young right, Gary, and it's like <laughs> I those tanks didn't stop him, I guess. Right, but that doesn't but, necessarily mean that he can't you, be stopped by tanks. It's very funny. He only it's, tried two. It's a tiny facsimile of what like Godzilla movies will do, where it's like we have you know sixty five tanks uh-huh. all firing. You know, it's like these two tanks fire a couple times and get destroyed. They give up on that. Next up, they're like, "Well, let's bring out the missiles." Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, "Oh, brother!" And then they're like. I don't know about the missiles. It's like, you know, it's like, I don't know about sending out the missiles. <laughs> and so they're sitting there. It's very funny. It, once again, it's like satire or something where they're like, the missiles might destroy something, you know? And then somebody's like, what about the Temple of the Moon or something? Yeah. There's you one know? guy who's like, I disagree with you. You yeah. remember that part? He's like, oh, nothing is happening. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Well, all I'm saying is it's. Nobody's making any decisions. Like it should be like it's like fucking robots talking. Yeah, <laughs> it's like and it's funny because like they'll say like I disagree with you and they're like hmm, and that's the note <laughs> that they'll end on. It's like well, are you gonna launch some missiles? Right. Later on, they do launch missiles. The decision to to launch the missiles happens off screen. I remember they presumably they're by undecided. Them. Yeah. When Last we, time leave, we when we leave off. Yeah. Cut two missiles coming out of a mountainside, and it's like I guess somebody gave the okay, gave the yeah. go ahead. Did somebody go AWOL and turn the key? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't... what happened? You know, but these missiles launch at Yongari, not much success there. Shockingly, they miss a shit ton. They miss about a third, seventy-five percent of yeah. the missiles launched at him. They mostly into the hillside. And then a few of them hit him, and then he gets kind of tired, and they're like, the missiles worked. It's like, no, it, I was like, how much time do we have left? And you hit the display button to see the timeline of the movie. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes left. Missiles didn't work. <laughs> of course. What was I think? Because it felt almost at that point, you know, where it's like anything could happen in this yeah. movie. You know, we haven't and it seen did. him dance yet. Yeah. that It did. Anything yeah. did happen when uh little boy, young Sheldon... <laughs> Voiced by Charlie Brown, brings his itchy gun flashlight ray, to wakes mess. up young Gary, yeah, and they start dancing to surf music, rock and roll, rock and roll, and degenerate rock and roll. 
So at the end, when Yon Gary gets killed, he sort of falls over and starts bleeding out of his ass into the beautiful South Korean river. Uh, I, it's like, it's hard to tell if they meant for it to look like it's bleeding out of his ass, but it looks like it's, he's supposed to be like leaking blood out of his butt. Yeah, like he's it's coming blood. from there. It's coming from it's like from that part of his body into it, the water, and it looks exactly like it would. It's composed like they're hiding his asshole where the blood is coming out. Uh huh. It's like you know where it's like oh you can't see past his tail and his leg. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like but that right there is where the blood's coming. Yeah, from. it's like oh my god, you know which. So back it up. Young Gary wakes up, dances. Bring him the jets, four jets, mm-hmm. in fact, and it's like, oh, I wonder if it's gonna work. Holy shit! They just blew a chunk of Yongary off. The yeah, jets they, are working. They get some licks on him. They get they get Yongary pretty good. It's like get do that a few more times, and you 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 won. Uh huh. Go get some more jets. You've got to have some more jets, you know. But he gets two of the jets. He clobbers one. And he shoots another one. With he, fire, he and uses then, his horn beam yeah. to cut one in half. One of them gets away, I think. That's when the helicopter takes over. But they hit him direct. It's very funny. They they come in and fly in. Uh huh. You know, it's like little toy planes, and it's like, oh, I wonder if that's gonna work. And then they send one missile, and like all of Yongary explodes. And you like, see chunks of him fly off. Yeah, I don't know how intentional that was. There's a shot of him where he's like, ah, you know, waving his arms around. And uh, there's like a strip hanging off of his like head, mm-hmm. and there's blood there. So it seems like yeah, it's supposed to be like they they got him a little, at least a little bit. Uh huh. They get him, and chunks are flying off. But like you're saying, they don't quite get it. And then the uh, the main characters come in with with the helicopter with the serum they've made. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. A lot of it apparently, like hundreds of pounds. Of it, which it looks like it's dust when they drop it. Yeah. So I don't know if they found a way to. I'm not a science guy, <laughs> so I I can't speak to that. But yeah, they start dropping the serum on Yongary, and it works like immediately. And yeah. They he like tries to blow fire at the at the helicopter once. The people don't really react. Mm-hmm. It's all the main characters. It's like these two guys, the one who went into space, and the scientist, the kid, and then. Uh, the guys, the 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 Rocket Man's wife, mm-hmm. and this like I guess sort of romantic prospect, who is the sister of the little boy, right? And they're all there, and you know, like the the these women are in like you know like going out clothes. It looks like they're mm-hmm. in nice like print dresses. I love the way the the, the dresses look like in this. Yeah. Time period. It, it's great. It's so cool. Like triangles and stuff all over their yep. pink dresses with like a big turtleneck collar and no sleeves. Yeah. A headband. Yeah. They, it's like they're going out for a, a ride in the helicopter is the right. vibe. Yeah. Like, let's go out for a ride in the helicopter. Mm-hmm. You want to go out for, in the helicopter? Get your cat eye sunglasses and your gloves. Yeah. And we'll go get out your, for a ride in get the Get your helicopter steering gloves on, <laughs> you know. The guys who drive planes and helicopters in this are dressed like rebels from Star Wars. They are, by the with way, the orange, orange and white suits. Yeah, <gasps> soy facing at Star Wars mm-hmm. reference. Um, My face when Star Wars. Yeah, actually, George Lucas was heavily influenced by Young Gary. George Lucas heavily heavy. He is fat. <laughs> Trivia. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in text. Young Gary, heavily, heavy is fat. Yeah. I think people will get what you mean. Mm-hmm. But uh, they anyway, so they drop the serum on him, and these women are laughing. They think it's so funny that they are killing Young Gary. It's funny because I was oh, I I was I asked you while we were watching. I was like, "Do you think they're going to be like, what have we done?" You know, and you're mm-hmm. like, "No." And it 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 felt like that was in the cards, though, for them to just be like, you know, hit the clutch, throw it back into first gear, and be like, "But what have we done, killing this animal?" Right. You know, but they don't quite do that. Uh, there's no like complication to the morals of uh-huh. killing Young Gary. There's like. Oh, thank God we killed it. Uh-huh. Oh, good. It's dead. You know, Right, which is it. how it should be because they spend the entire plot trying to figure out a way to kill him. Right. But at the same time, at the end, they do have the kid say, like... Yeah, they're interviewing. Just, they're all like, sure, sure, sure. How do we kill... He was just trying to eat. I wish we didn't have to kill him. And they're like, well, he would have destroyed the whole entire world. And he's like, yeah, I know. I just wish that wasn't the case. He says, uh, but like, we had to kill him because he got in our way, is the wording the dub used. Right, yeah. Um, and it's like really like Starship Troopers, like, poo. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? <laughs> you know? Well, it, it gets it. It seems like it's it commenting in such a, in such a blunt way that it's like it gets it in a more authentic way than a lot of Godzilla movies yeah. Or other giant monster movies where it's like, how could we have done this? You know? But we the had to kill him. Of humanity. Yeah. But this one's like, you know, we had to fucking kill him because he was in our way. Mm-hmm. I wish that wasn't the case. It's like, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Kind of bleak. God. <laughs> Got in our way? Right. Man. It's cool. It delivered by this monotone kid. It's like, but he got in our way because apparently he liked young Gary. But he was enjoying himself moderately, at least watching Young Gary die. Except he was like lay off once Young Gary was dead. Yeah, after he had been bleeding out of his ass for a minute, the kid was like, "Okay, cool it with the serum, boys." Yeah, it's done. We've got him. You know, we've which got is funny. him. Let's they just... are dropping serum for like a full like four minutes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Young Gary bleeds out of his ass, and it and it's and it hits it with this note of like, "Oh, am I supposed to feel sorry for Young Gary for like a split second? Mm-hmm. I don't think I am." But it's so pathetic where he's dying by, like, pooping blood. Are we ready to get into Donald Fry's? I've been kicked in the head by a horse a few times. Hard to say anything past this point mm-hmm. uh, that I haven't already said. So, it's fun. It's similar but different enough. I wasn't bored. Didn't overstay its welcome. It's got a nice short runtime. We didn't spend half the movie watching... Missiles crash into a hillside. We only spent about 5% of the movie watching missiles crash into a hillside. Mm. Um, I'm just going to give this a 5 out of 10. Don Fries, I think. 5, really? I could take it or leave it. I mean, huh. it's well, it's okay. I mean, it's not, it's not detracting from the movie. It earned 5 stars. Right. Or Don so Fries, sorry. If it's not bad, then why'd you give it a bad score? It's then? not a bad score. It's, it's bad perfectly score. in the middle. Five out of ten. That's it's a not failure. a good movie. You can't argue that this is a good movie. We just we watched the same movie and it wasn't good. I. It's fun. It's I, five Don Fries worth of fun. I would say it's closer to seven out of ten. Don Fries. Seven. Personally, yeah, I had a lot Dan, of fun. You gave that to the first fucking Gamera movie. The I'm giving it to Gamera this too. Reboot movies. I like them the same. Chew on that. All right. No, yeah. Uh, That's I, fine. All joking aside, 
brothers. <laughs> My brothers in arms. Uh, I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, it scratched the the itch. It's definitely not the best version mm-hmm. of what it does, and I definitely couldn't call it an an especially good movie. But I really enjoyed it. You know, it's a little weird, incoherent. You know, little moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven out of ten. I liked it a lot. Well, Charlie Brown, it's been a wonderful Pride Month, but unfortunately, it's July first, and it's time to take the rainbow out of my profile. <laughs> my profile picture so true so to all and to to one a happy for happy and fun for happy and fun a pride month for me and a pride I'm month for you. you i like having sex, sex with dudes yeah. and you should too and you should too or girl uh yeah suck whatever you want to <laughs> <laughs>